What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode number 38.0. It's been a while. Uh, a few things have happened, uh, both uh, in uh, in Matt's life and in my life. Visits and, and uh, other things that I won't get into, but um, we're finally back. And we're going to be playing through a game called The Witcher. Um, finally. Finally, yeah. So we had this big idea of, hey, let's not do The World Ends With You and let's do The Witcher instead. And uh, we finally played... Based almost exclusively on the trailer. Yeah, based, yeah, yeah based, <laughs> based on The Witcher 3 trailer. And the fact that I've had this game for like going on five years now. <laughs> And I've never touched it. So, um, so the Witcher, uh, before I even get into anything, um, as we do with every episode, uh, or the first episode of each series, we like to talk about our history with the game. My history is about as what you heard. Uh, this game came out in 2007, I believe. Um, let me th- let me double check on that because I don't want to get this wrong. Oh, seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. Um, uh, on the PC only, um, and then uh, it was re-released in two thousand ten as the Witcher Enhanced Edition, which we are playing the Enhanced Edition now. I do not know exactly what they changed in the Enhanced Edition. Um, it sounds like it's quite a few things. I was reading up on that a little bit. It- it's a, a ridiculous number of bug fixes. They they basically redid the translation so that the story makes sense. Okay. Uh, load times were really cut down. There's two two campaigns that are added into it. I hear they're not that great, but they do add more actual content to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of just uh, graphics and, and stability issues. Gotcha. So it, it seems to be a pretty overwhelming, pretty much all fronts redo of it. Right. To optimize it. But yeah, my history with it is I didn't know about The Witcher um, back in 07. Um, I'm sure I may have read it in a magazine or something like that, but didn't really pay anything, pay any attention to it because, oh, it's PC only. And I don't, I never had a PC that could run anything in the early to late Pretty much throughout the entire 2000s up until probably about five years ago. So, um, but I did purchase the game on Steam. I purchased the Enhanced Edition whenever it was like five bucks or something like that. And it was like in 2000, maybe, I'd say it was probably about four years ago. So maybe around 2000, late 2011 when I picked it up. Uh, and I, I played probably the first hour and a half of the game and then never touched it again. Um, and Matt, I have a feeling your, yours is about the same. Yeah, pretty much exactly the same. I, uh, I've had an on again, off again relationship with PC gaming. Um, I, I remember hearing that the Witcher was a game that was interesting, but at the, you know, I, I didn't ever really look into it in 07. Um, in fact, I was pretty much against traditional fantasy setting in games at that time. Hmm. Uh, I, there, there was just something about it basically until Game of Thrones came along and told me, hey, you can still tell good stories here. It's not all 
you know, it's not all just bar brawls and bar wenches and, and ogres and goblins with no story and just all setting. Uh, but, but for a while, I was sort of against the whole traditional fantasy themes and, and setting in general. Really? So, yeah, I, and that's that's just changed in the last two or three years. Even in like the height of Lord of the Rings movies and stuff like that? I mean, I watched the movies, I enjoyed the movies, and I, I really enjoyed the PS2 tie-in games mm-hmm. as sort of action-adventure games. But that's because it was Lord of the Rings, and anything else fantasy, I was just like, no, I've, I've basically had my fill. Hmm. So okay. oh, I, I was a little, I think I mentioned this when Dragon Age, when we recorded for Dragon Age, but... You know, I had some nervousness that I was going to get an hour into it and just really be turned off by the whole thing. But uh, Dragon Age and Game of Thrones are, are just two such well-made universes and overall well-told stories that they really, you know, they they really caused me to hedge my bets there and say, you know, I, I may not be enamored with the setting, but good stories can be told, you know, depending on who's telling them. Right. So well, I, I think I picked this game up in exactly the same sale you did, and I think we played through the first hour and a half or two hours at about the same time also. Yeah. Because I remember having some conversations like, oh, I don't really want to start it because everybody says that if you start it, you better be committed to finishing it. Because right. Because if you put it down for a while, good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, that sounds about right. I think it was uh, – I guess it was in the height of Zombie Frog Game Club when we – both purchased it, but, um, or it might've been whenever we were on that break. I don't know. But, um, so the Witcher, uh, I'm glad you brought up Dragon Age because when I looked into the Witcher, I saw some similarities to Dragon Age. Now, of course I should mention that the Witcher is based on something that's much, much older than Dragon Age. Um, it is uh, a Polish story um, that started off as a series of short stories uh, and then eventually became novels. And it follows this man by the name of Geralt. Geralt, I, I, I always pronounce this name wrong, even though they say it. Uh, it. It could be Geralt, but I think it's Geralt. They almost say Geralt of Rivia. Yeah, Geralt of Rivia. And I... <laughs> I always, in my mind, I always make the joke of, since it's Geralt of Rivia, I have to say <laughs> Geralt Rivia, and I say Geraldo Rivera, <laughs> because I'm dumb like that. So, uh, um, yeah, so it, 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 ha- it takes place in this fantasy setting of um, where there is uh, creatures of the night, I'll just put it that way, uh, not just vampires, but... Uh, multiple evil beings and supernatural creatures, uh, that roam the country land and, uh, you know, strike fear into townspeople and stuff like that. So in order to combat these monstrous creatures, um, this order was formed, uh, known as the witchers and, uh, the witchers, uh, use special types of concoctions using alchemy to enhance themselves. Um, and yeah, so, so much that in order for you to become a witcher, you have to alternate your body. 
and you have to go through a rite of passage for this. Uh, and it mutates you uh, to where you're almost like a beast-like uh, human. I like how somebody points it out and just says, yep, you have cat-like vertical pupils and white hair. You must be a witcher. Yeah. That, that, that's it. Those are the two things that people notice. But the thing, but the thing is, is that there are other like at the beginning of this game, there are other witchers you're around, and they don't look like him. You notice mm-hmm. that? Yeah, because the other one he's hunting through the beginning of the game seems to look like him from the description that he gives. So maybe they are full on witchers while the other ones, but the, the other one, the captain, that guy, he, he, he's got to be a full on witcher. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm going to be talking about this game through my perspective of what I gather through this game. So instead of me going back and, and reading the lore itself, I am playing this game and telling you what I've experienced so far. Which I know we've taken some crap for before. Oh, yeah. So I'm just, you know. But, you know, this, yeah, I'm in the same boat. This is this is our playthrough of the game, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's 100% factually correct with the Witcher universe. Yeah, because I have not read any of the books. I have not watched the television series. I, I watched like 10 minutes of it just now uh, because I said I wonder how the television is. What's that now? Instead of like what five Polish books, um, and and I just wonder if they if if they are readable. Um, yeah, they they were translated. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, The Witcher stories um was originally published in 1992, uh, and uh, they were officially translated into English in 2008. After the game had come out, um, multiple books actually. Um, so it's um, yeah, this is this is actually a pretty big series. So, um, but I like I said, I don't know much about it. I'm just playing this game. That and I wonder where the game fits. Is the game the first book, or does the game kind of span multiple books? I, your guess is as good as mine. Hmm. So, the game starts off with a CG cutscene of uh, Geralt fighting a some type of a monster. Really lengthy cutscene, too. Yeah, yeah, probably like almost like probably seven eight minutes. And um, it's all about him fighting this monster for the most part. Uh, and uh, it's a woman uh, is is trying to hunt a woman, and he's he's been hired by this lord to protect her. I think that's how it is, because hmm. it doesn't. It, there, there's no real much talking in the cutscene itself. It's just, you know, it's kind of just setting up the tone. And, of course, uh, the the woman eventually, um, he, he, he he's makes, does he defeat the monster or does the monster run off? 
Uh, I think he defeats the monster. Okay. And then when he goes to the woman, the woman has mutated into a monster, kind of, and, like, bites him or claws him. Uh, and that's supposed to happen a few years earlier. Um, talking about because there's a narrator talking about it. Um, and then it cuts to the in-game cutscenes and stuff like that. So that was like a CGI cutscene. Uh, cuts to the other cutscene, and it's basically uh, Geralt is being carted uh, through a field by a bunch of other witchers, witchers, um, and he he's he's I guess wounded or he's been he's been beat up pretty badly, and we don't. Yeah, it's to be a little bit of gladiator when he's riding that cart. Yeah, and we don't we don't know exactly what beat the hell out of him, and uh, they it, it, the other witchers take him to this fortress or this hold. Um, where, uh, where I guess it's kind of like a training area for witchers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's where we're introduced to multiple people. Uh, one of them being the captain of the witchers, um, and, um, some witchers in training along with a, uh, a witch, which I guess is just an, like a, kind of like an enchantress. She's not a witcher. She is somebody who uses magic. Um, and it's where we get a little bit of the backstory of what the witchers are. You know, they go through this rite of passage to turn into a witcher. Um, they, you know, they're, they're mutated. They, 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 they kind of like have, they're kind of one with the creatures that they hunt. Um, and it totally reminds me a little bit of Dragon Age and the Grey Wardens because they, they claim that like through the rite, a lot of people don't even survive the rite of passage. You know, and stuff like that, and it totally sounds like, uh, you know, when the Grey Wardens drink the Darkspawn blood. Yeah, and Geralt's at sort of a quite the disadvantage because he doesn't have any memory. Yeah, he has amnesia. Um, I guess to the point. I mean, I guess he knows who he is, or maybe not. He doesn't know who anybody else is, that's for sure. Yeah, he doesn't know what anybody else is. He's been telling, you know, people are people are telling him, "Oh, you did this for me and and you should talk to this person," you know, and stuff like that. So, um we do get some information of there there is another witcher, a seasoned witcher who has uh disappeared. I don't know where he he went off to. Um but the the more pressing matter at the current moment is that the siege is now being overtaken. Uh, a bunch of bandits uh, being led by a uh, like a dark magician uh, who is who is actually controlling a giant monster, which I guess is a spider, right? Yeah, it sort of looks more like a praying mantis spider beast thing. Yeah, uh, they come and storm the place. Uh, along with another guy um, who I refer to as the doctor. Um, yeah, the professor, right? The professor or the doctor. Um, it's a guy with uh, like glasses, and he, he you can tell he's very menacing. Um, and uh, they storm the place, and we have to fight them off. And this is where we're introduced to the combat. So... 
what is your take on this combat, Matt? Uh, other than it being very PC, and I don't mean politically correct, uh, I do enjoy it. I, I like that there's three different styles. I like that that you have to sort of switch between it between them on the fly. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it works fairly well. I don't know that I felt that way during the first fight of the game. Okay. But, you know, a few hours in, I you know I started to like it quite a bit. Right. So the combat is kind of like timing based, where you mouse click on the enemy, and he goes into like an animation for attacking. And that animation may not just be one one slash; it may be t- multiple slashes. Uh, and then you have to time it to where the cursor changes to another sword, and then you can do the combo. So you can you can keep slashing. And then there's three different stances for that. There's a power stance, there's a fast stance, and then there's an area of attack stance. So you can hit multiple enemies at the same time. Um, the power stance is for heavier enemies. Uh, and uh, the fast stance, which I seem to be using the fast stance for most of the enemies in this game. Yeah, me too. Um, or for more faster enemies. And uh, then you have the area of attack stuff, which is kind of like um, if you're surrounded by guys, you can damage them all. Um, this game, I, I wouldn't necessarily... Are you playing on easy or hard? Or, or normal? Well, normally, I would have played on normal. But given the length of this game and the fact that we're sort of playing it as opposed to skipping over it and just reading a summary, uh-huh. um, I'm taking the recommend to just play it on easy to get through it for the story. Okay. Uh, and that, as a as an effect of that, the combat so far has not been even remotely difficult. Okay. I'm playing on normal um, because I read the descriptions and it said on normal, it says, this is for regular gamers. And I'm like, well, I'm a regular gamer. And it also said that alchemy isn't needed, but it will help. While hard said, you will need alchemy. So I chose normal. Um, so far, the only time I have actually died was during the chapter boss fight. Um, other than that, I have had a few close calls, but I haven't had that big of a problem with it. Um, and on top of that, he also has the ability to use magic. So there's these different types of glyphs that he can uh, use to um, do different types of magic. So he has uh, – we starts off with like a force push. Uh, and then uh, later on you can get the, uh, the one you can set stuff on fire. So you throw fire at guys. Um so fighting off all these guys, uh, and we we get a we eventually get a um, to a point where we have to make a choice. There's two places that we can go. Uh, one is to help out fighting the big boss, the big uh, mantis looking thing, with some of the witchers. What's that now? They call it a frightener. Frightener. There you go. Or we can go down into the, the basement area where they, they're keeping all the witcher equipment, the stuff that you can use to basically turn into a witcher. Um, 
and different potions and stuff like that, which is where the the bosses kind of went, where the where the the leaders went, the doctor and the 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 magician himself went, uh, and they're thinking they're trying to steal that stuff. Yeah, specifically the mutagens that they use to turn people into witchers. Yeah. So um, we have a choice of either helping fight the giant monster or stopping the guys down in the basement. Uh, if we stop the guys down in the basement, we take a rookie uh, witcher or a, a witcher in training with us and uh, the witch woman. Um, which one did you choose, Matt? Uh, I went into the basement to sort of save the the witcher paraphernalia. Yes, I did too. So I can't tell you what happens if I stay up top. Uh, so going down there, uh, we run into the magician and the, uh, the doctor guy and, uh, along with a bunch of bandits and stuff like that. And, um, unfortunately the, the, the rookie witcher gets killed. Uh, but we are able to kill the magician. Uh, we, we kill him and, uh, but unfortunately the doctor or the professor, he gets away with the Witcher equipment, opens up a portal and just steps through it. So, uh, afterwards, uh, the, um, it's kind of like a big tutorial for a lot of this stuff. Um, afterwards, we, the, the, the woman witch, uh, she gets injured, uh, during the fight and we had to make a potion for her. Well, this is where they're introducing us to alchemy. And for about three hours of this game, I did not understand what the fuck alchemy was. I tried to figure this shit out. I went to multiple campfires to make shit, and I didn't have enough components to make this shit. I was like, should I experiment and just mix stuff and see what it makes? I had no idea. And so... I don't know. I mean, did you get the alchemy? Uh, no. I mean, I pretty much just did what they told me to do, and that was the end of it. And I don't think I've really used it since the prologue. Oh, really? Yeah. I have most certainly used it <laughs> after after doing a, a little bit of research on it through uh, Google and GameFAQs. I started to look at it. Uh, and mixing a lot of those elixirs and stuff like that and using them before a battle can definitely help you out. So, um, uh, we have to make a, a, a potion for Triss and, uh, we make the potion and now we have to figure out, we got to find this professor guy and get our shit back. Cause we don't know what the hell he's going to do with this stuff. And it could mean a lot of bad stuff. So the rest of the witchers decide they're going to pretty much spread across the country. You know, one guy go east, one guy go west. Uh, Geralt, you're going to go south. Uh, and along the way, look for the witcher that ran off and we don't know where he is. Because he may have an idea of where to find the place. And he's also a very, they, they, they claim he is a very good witcher. He's a good hunter. Um, and before that I did bang Triss. <laughs> did I, you? Yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't, you didn't bang Triss. 
No. I I am I have if if I have the ability to to bang a woman in this game, I'm going to do it. So so far I have I have uh taken to bed three women. And I've gotten the card that has their picture on it, usually in some weird poses naked. <laughs> it's weird. It really is. Yeah, it's a little strange. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Every time you have every time you you have sex with a woman, you get a card. And the card just has a picture of them on it and you know, it, it, them laying there naked. I guess it's something to remember them by. Yeah, I just imagine somebody like if it were a goofier game, somebody would like flash on the screen and give you a thumbs up and then disappear. <laughs> so it's uh yeah, so um we decide to go down south to um God, what is the name of the city? Vizima. Vizima. Trying to get into Vizima. So when we reach the outskirts of Vizima, we run into this. It's kind of like a village uh, on the outskirts of Vizima. Oh, I'm, I'm reading something real quick here. Okay. It says that Vizima is the capital city of Temeria. The king of Temeria is full test. And he owes Geralt a favor because he saved the king's daughter, Princess Ada, which was the girl from the opening movie. Yeah, that's I, I was I was going to allude to that. Um, but thank you for doing that for me. Um, that's one of the reasons why they sent him south was because, hey, the, the king of that place owes you a favor. You you saved his daughter. He can probably help you out trying to find this professor guy. So we go south. Uh, we make it to Vizima, right outside of it, I should say. Uh, and we can't get in. Uh, because there, uh, there's a quarantine going on. They won't let anybody in uh, because I guess the town, the, the the city is under quarantine. They're keeping people out, or they think everybody outside is sick. Yeah, I, it seems weird because they let people out, and then they let people who went out back in. So I'm not sure what kind of quarantine this is. I don't know either, but there to be a nobody in, nobody out type of thing. But you know, there are holes in the plan. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there is a quarantine. I think it's just keep people out of my fucking city. You know what I mean? I haven't got there yet, so I don't know. Uh, but uh, so we uh, we go into the the small village uh, to just kind of. Get our bearings, see if we can figure out a way to get inside. So they're letting certain people in if they have a pass. Um, and we got to figure out a way to get a pass. So, uh, uh, but the first thing we noticed, I, I don't I don't know if you got there. I, it, it's through a cutscene, and I guess we always show up at night in, in, as far as when we arrive to the village. But when we get to the village, we, we see a woman and a child are getting chased by uh, – I guess they look like dogs or wolves, but they're monster type. Yeah, they're like demon demon dogs. Yeah, hellhounds. There we go. We'll call them hellhounds. Uh, and uh, they're being chased. Uh, the woman gets attacked, unfortunately, while she's trying to help the kid. Uh, and I don't think she makes it. But um, 
the the kid does survive and um he gets inside of the village and while uh Geralt is trying to fight off the rest of these dogs the kid acts like he's possessed by something yeah. He floats into the air and starts saying words like stuff that you would hear from the Bible or the equivalent of that. Uh, and people are like, what the fuck is going on with this kid? Uh, and then the local witch takes him to back to her hut and says that she will, I guess, conduct tests on him or whatever and take care of him. So we'll follow up with that a little bit later. Uh, then we go to the tavern to, I, I guess, to figure out, you know, get our bearings on what we need to do. Uh, at the same time, we meet up with a woman who knows uh, Geralt. Uh, it's an elven woman. Uh, so so that, that was another thing. I didn't realize. I had heard that, you know, there were elves and stuff like that. But I didn't realize it was, you know, typical fantasy stuff. You know, you got elves, you got dwarves, humans. Yeah, I didn't know what what we were looking at as far as races go and stuff like that. Yeah, they don't seem to make as big of a deal about the differences yet, at least uh, as Dragon Age does. Yeah, there there is. Uh, I mean, I think people are racist toward the uh, elves. Some. Yeah, a lot of humans don't like them. Um, but yeah, so. We talked to this elven woman. She knows him. And uh, she's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm trying to get into Vizima. So um, we're trying to find a – got to get a pass to get in. So that's one of our biggest things. So they're, they're telling us, well, maybe talk to the uh, the leader of the church here in the village. Maybe he can help you out. He has the most pull out of anybody here, really. So so begins the what feels like side quests throughout this entire thing? Did did it feel like side quests to you? Yeah. Um, I didn't take any time to really look at what was side quest versus main quest. They all do feel sort of like side quests. Yeah. Um, but I was sort of happy to see that there's not a lot of go collect five of these. You know, there's not a lot of fetch quests. Not a lot of deliveries. Right. Uh, so I was sort of torn. I'm like, none of this seems to be all that important. But I'm not necessarily hating it yet. Right. I, I, it was, it was okay because it seemed like I was able to accomplish multiple things from going from one point to another. So I was able to finish certain quests just by like, oh, killing a certain amount of guys or going talking to this guy and then, you know, equipping a ring and talking to people or lighting these torches and stuff like that. So the, the priest or the, 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 the guy who, who runs the, the church there, he wants us to do multiple things. So on top of all the weird shit going on and the quarantine and stuff like that, the village is being, uh, pretty much terrorized by a special type of beast. Uh, it comes during the night sometimes, takes people from the village, and they never see them again. And since you're a witcher, you, why don't you help us out? You know, 
You, you know how to kill monsters. Help us kill this monster. And so that's what the, the priest wants. The priest is a dick. The priest doesn't trust the witcher. Um, he's, he, he's, he's, I mean, he is a douchebag, which we, we find that a little bit later on. What, what's going on there? Uh, so he wants us to do multiple things like go light these torches and, you know, hopefully, uh, our God will take care of it and stop the, uh, the monster and stuff like that. And, you know, that didn't do anything. So now we're going to have to kill it ourselves. And on top of that, we're trying to figure out who else is kind of predominant in this village so we can possibly get enough pull to where we can get a pass to get inside of Vizima. So going through multiple side quests, um, we, we meet up with a few prominent people. So the, the, the priest is one of them. Another one is a guy who runs kind of like a trade route. Um, uh, it, but it's kind of like an underground trade route. He, 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 he gathers supplies and trades in the Vizima, but since the quarantines happened, he has been trying to find a way to, to supply other people with his things and come to find out he has actually been supplying this group of people who are kind of like, um, they're, they're elves and other races that are kind of like fighting for, uh, civil rights. And, um, but they act like mercenaries at times. So he's doing that. Um, and then on top of that, we're another quest that we're trying to figure out is that we're trying to find this other witcher and the, the group has, or the, 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 the keep was attacked by a, a, a group of people. So these bandits were part of a larger group known as the Salamandran. Uh, cause we saw their, their, um, buttons or what, I don't know what their, their crests or whatever. So we're trying to figure out about the, get some more information on this group of people too. And they're also the ones that attacked us in Karamoran, I believe, right? In Karamoran? In the prologue? Oh, when he's getting carted away? No, when the, when the bandits attack the, the keep. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was talking about. Yeah, so that and they're also here in the outskirts of Azima. Yeah, so we gotta fi- we gotta find uh, those guys as well. They've kind of taken hold of the village somehow. They just don't know where. Uh, and then there is one other guy. Uh, we can we can go talk to one of the guards at the at the edge of Azima who won't let us in, and he's wanting us to. Uh, do a few things. It's tons of quests, man. But it all leads up to a certain thing. So, the 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 main story stuff that that moves the 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 progression of the story along is what happens with the witch and the boy. Um, you're gonna have to help me out here because it's been a while since I actually saw this cutscene. What is with the boy? Exactly. He was like, cha- he was channeling some kind of, some kind of demon or something. Okay. 
And I think that Abigail the Witch said that it was related to the head hellhound. Right. The big one is. Okay. And everybody's blaming her for bringing the hellhound here. Yeah. But she said, you know, it's it's not really me. It's not Alvin. He's, you know, he's a, a byproduct of whatever this evil is. He's not the cause of it, and I didn't bring it here. Right. So we're trying to clear her name. Because that's yeah, what... That... I, I assume you have a choice, but I sort of backed her when she said it wasn't her. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I backed her too. Because I did, I I wanted to bang her, so. Um, but now it, it it's revealed over the course of all these side quests that the 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 priest is corrupt as shit. Uh, obviously, the guy who is who is um, supplying a bunch of uh, mercenaries is is corrupt, and there's another guy who's kind of like um a wealthy man. That we do a few side quests for too. Uh, he he's he's there. A lot of people in this village is corrupt. Yep. Um. And eventually, we we everything kind of comes to a head at the uh, in the a cave. So what what ends up happening is um, we find out where the salamandrin guys are being held, where the where they get their kind of like their hideout in the village. And we go there and fucking murder them all. Um, yeah, girl's pretty ruthless. Yeah, that dude. Like, I, I'll, I'll talk about it after we we get through this chapter stuff because I want to give my impressions of of the entire experience so far. But Geralt is not only a ruthless guy who will just you know, chop your head off at any given second. He's a lot like Lifty Fernandez um, from Dragon Age, if anybody remembers that. Um, he he's so disinterested in everything. I was gonna say he's very stone cold. Like nothing, nothing gets him heated. Nothing really makes him care. Yeah, and that I have an issue with that. But at the same time, I was talking to Ryan uh, from N4G Podcast uh, on the latest episode. So go check that out. Um, he's read the books, and oh, that no. and that is Geralt. Geralt is supposed to be this crass, straight-to-business guy who doesn't necessarily give a shit. Uh, and he has really no much emotions. And it's all because of what he went through as a witcher. This guy's, is, this, is this all witchers or is this just Geralt? This is pretty much just Geralt. I They're think. not like, – the witchering process doesn't make them like half-tranquil? It could be. I don't know exactly. Like I said, I'm, this is this is my experience with it. I don't, I don't know exactly. I know that Geralt seems to be a, a very seasoned witcher. I I would uh, imagine he has seen some shit, and he just you know he 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 kind of just separates himself from other people in that way. You know, he's kind of like a loner. Leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. You want to start some shit? I'll kill you. You know, so, but, uh, so we find out where the salamandrin guys are. Uh, we go to their, their hideout, kill all the guys there. They have an underground tunnel. Uh, and we find out that, uh, 
through that underground tunnel that the uh, the supplier has also been supplying them, and they're a ruthless group of assholes who need to die. Uh, so we're kind of like gathering evidence against the townspeople or against the, the predominant townspeople. Because the predominant townspeople are the ones saying the witch is the one that brought this monster to our village. We need to burn her at the stake kind of deal. Yeah, it's basically the priest and his three big big guys that he tells you to go get uh, approval from, right? Yeah. So uh, when we get to the cave area, uh, we see that the little boy is there, uh, Alvin, the one that was possessed by the demon for a little while. And the the salamandrin have they they were gonna take him they they were he was the the priest gave him up to him um and at, the, at that point he was like no I'm gonna kill everybody here so we're all murdering all the guys there um now we're kind of stuck in this cavern but uh, luckily we find a way out by using the force push thing to uh to open up a the bunch of rubble move it around. And we go into another cave, and there's the witch from the from you know from the village, and she's there, I guess, working on a ritual or something. I don't exactly know what she's doing there. Um, but this is where you get the option to bang her. So I banged her. Her card's weird looking. I don't know if anybody needs to like look up these cards because it's kind of fucking weird. But her card is like her performing this fucking ritual, like completely fucking naked, like covered in blood and like, like looks like she's like drinking blood at the same time. And I'm just like, this is so fucking weird. It makes me uneasy. But not so uneasy. You're not going to bang her. No, no, no. She's look. I, I, I'm not banging her. Geralt is, and Geralt can't have kids. So there you go. They're fertile. That, that's another thing I should mention about witchers. When you go through the 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 joining process, you 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 learn you, you learn you you lose the ability to reproduce. So whatever, and to worry about you know getting them pregnant. I'm a horrible person. So. um so she tells us, look, I didn't do this. It was the evil and the corruption of the townspeople that did this. Their, their, their evil brought this hellhound to the village and is now killing them. So when we leave the cave, we got the whole, we got the, the village mob after us, pitchforks and all. And everybody's like, there she is. Fucking killer witcher. She's the one that did all this to us. And so I guess we have another option. We can say, yeah, she was the one that did it. I guess kill her. I didn't choose that one. I chose to basically use all the evidence that I gathered against them. And basically say, no, you guys are all corrupt assholes. And you all like brought this on yourselves. So I, I'm assuming that's what you did too. Yep. Yeah. So after that, I, I guess we have to fight a few guys. Do we kill everybody there? We don't kill everybody there. We, we, we kill some people. Do we kill the priest? 
I killed pretty much everybody, I think. Priest is dead. Yeah, the priest is dead and the the, the, the rich guy is dead and I think the, the smuggler's dead too. Uh but then after that is over with, here comes the boss. That big demon hellhound thing. It shows up. The village is on fucking fire. Shit's going down. <laughs> Say so, and so we're we're in a ring of fire and having to fight this thing along with a bunch of its minions. And uh, I know you you're playing this on easy. You didn't have any trouble with this fight at all. No, I I barely even knew this was a boss. If the story hadn't told me that it was, yeah. On normal, I had some trouble with this boss. Like I I think I died probably ten times at it. Ooh. Um. Luckily, the la- like when you, when you, it, it's it's somewhat generous with its auto saves. I was thinking I'm gonna have to save every five minutes on this game, but it's somewhat generous. And uh, the auto save that was the last auto save was as I was going into the cave with the witch, so I was able to to talk to her, go outside, tell everybody they're assholes, kill them, and then fight the dog again. So it wasn't too awful bad, but it also gave me time to create potions and use them on myself. So, oh. all right, what now? Uh, I just said, yeah, if if you need potions, that's good that it gives you the time. Yeah, so uh, I made a uh, swallow potion, which basically increases my health regeneration. And then I also created one that um, it increases my my I guess stamina and um, uh, the ability to dodge, I guess, dodge and kind of move out of the way of stuff uh, and parry, I guess. Is that the same bar as your magic bar, the yellow one under your health bar? Uh, Yes, that's your stamina bar. The one below it is your um, toxicity bar. So there's a caveat to this whole drinking a bunch of potions is that every time you drink a potion, it increases your toxicity. I don't know what happens when it goes all the way up because I haven't made it that far, but I have a feeling it's bad. (laughs) So um, there is a potion that you can create that the, the sole purpose it does is remove all the buffs from your previous potions that you drank, but it removes all of your toxicity back down to regular. So, um, but yeah, I took your downers to counteract your uppers. Yeah, pretty much. So I, um, I made those two potions and that helped out significantly. Uh, that boss was still no joke. Um, and I don't think, I think I leveled up good enough. Like I, I've been going by this fact and the fact claimed that I should be around a, a level 11 or 12 in a rough off this boss. And uh, I think I was probably around level 10, so I may have been slightly underleveled. I think I was about level 6 when I finished Chapter 1. Yeah. See, I, I did a ton of side quests. I did all the, the, the mission board stuff, like the, the notice board stuff. And I did a bunch of other side stuff, too. So, um, but yeah, I killed that, uh, the beast. And, um... The woman, the witch, what's her name? 
Abigail. 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 Um, her and the uh, the boy. Uh, they they I guess they just get out of dodge. And uh, but I I did find a pass. We got a pass into uh into the city uh off of the uh the priest because he's a dick. And uh, now we can go into the city. Um, does the elven woman, she doesn't come with us, does she? Or she was going, yeah, yeah, she was going to, she was going to come with us. Uh, but unfortunately when we make it to the city wall, we say, Hey, here's our pass. Like, okay, cool. And then before we can even go into the city, a bunch of other guards come out and say, Oh, you're under arrest. Yeah. He sold us out. Yep. And we're like, well, son of a bitch. And next thing we know, we're in prison. Did you play anything farther from that? Uh, yeah, I've played pretty much all of Chapter 2 so far. Oh, shit. So you've made it probably farther than I have, then. I've put another... After this point, I've put about six more hours in. Okay. Well, I'm I'm behind, then. Um, I was just going to leave off there, but... Which I think that's fine for for what we're yeah. gonna do. Yeah, I, I think that's good as a as a primer. Yeah, and we'll get into all the city stuff next time. Yeah, but um, but so far, I have to say this game is really rough around the edges in some spots. I'm yeah. liking it. I'm really you, liking it. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that up till this point, by the end of chapter one, I was a little undecided. But that's because I didn't really take the time to really look at all the systems of the game. You know, I just sort of did what I had to do. Uh, and as I've I've spent a lot more time with chapter two, I'm starting to like the game quite a bit more. Yeah, I hear different towards it because it's very much. It's very much like here's one good point and here's one bad point and here's one good point and here's one bad point and it's not it's not you're right it's not a smooth game by any means it's a very PC game to me yeah um and it it just sort of took me a few hours to really get into it yeah it did me too because I had to get used to the combat since I'm playing on normal and I've been told by a couple of people stop playing on normal. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, can you change difficulty on the fly? Yeah, you can. So, uh, I, you know, so far I'm really enjoying it. Like I've played a little bit more out of that. I did. I, I got through the sewers and fought that fought the, the cockatrice there, which we'll talk about later. But, and now I got to go talk to, a private investigator. That's, that's yeah. That's what I got to do now. So that's where I stop. So I'm I'm probably about an hour after getting put in prison. Yeah. But um. But yeah, it's um, it, it's interesting. I, I I was kind of scared to play this game because I was like, man, I I've I only played about an hour of it, and I was like, it's kind of clunky, you know. And I I'm not very good with a mouse and keyboard with a lot of games, but. So far, I'm actually having a pretty decent time with it. Yeah, me too. But um, there's one other thing that I, I didn't mention, but I wanted to bring it up. 
Um, and I think it's because you can totally miss this if you're not careful. There is a quest in the first chapter um, with one of the city guards. He will tell you that a guy tried to sneak into the city and you need to go get his remains because they don't think he made it. And if you go and get his remains, they'll want you to go to the church and basically bury him. You know, give him a proper burial. It was a pretty big character that mentioned that to us. Who was it? At least big in that he shows up in Chapter 2 also. Oh, he does. Lou Varden. Lou Varden. Lou Varden. Yeah, he says one of my friends tried to sneak in. You know, I, I think he went in, tried to sneak in through a cave. And yeah, you you go fight a whole bunch of plants, find his remains, and then I, I thought that was a required quest. Although I, that's where I spent a lot of my time. Uh, again, I wasn't really parsing the quests out between primary quests and sort of side quests. Right. I spent a lot of time in and around that cave because I couldn't find the body for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I did that whole section where you have to bury him in the in the crypt, basically yeah. not the crypt, crypt, but the the church or whatever where the reverend sleeps. Yeah. And so, um, and when we buried him, um, we the ghost of the the rookie witcher that died during the siege on the on the keep. Yeah, Leo. He shows up. And he keeps, you know, he's telling Geralt, you're the one that got me killed, you asshole. <laughs> and he had to fight his ghost. And when we kill his ghost, this demon thing shows up. Um, I'd never seen this thing before. But Geralt talks to him like he knows him. And, yep. he, and he talks to Geralt like he knows him. And it's alluded to that this demon thing that appears is what actually beat the hell out of him at the beginning of the game. And he said he's what? going he's going to finish the job. And Geralt was very cocky about it. Yeah. It's like, come on, you son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, he didn't say that, but you know, he's he's all like he, beat you again. Yeah, he said, Well, come on. Yeah, you know, he's like, well, I'll see you later, you know. I don't know why he didn't fight him there, but maybe it's just a projection of him. Yeah. And so we don't know what's going to happen with that, but I have a feeling it's going to be explored later on. Yep. And that's pretty much it for the first chapter of The Witcher. Yeah, it's setting you up and getting you to the city. Yeah. Like, like Truth be told, like whenever I was playing this, I'm like, God, this feels like a series of side quests. And I was like, what is going on? Because the, my, my issue is I still don't know what is the main story quest and what is side quest. Like every See, time I, I look at my journal, I'm like, I don't know what's what. There, there's one button above, you know, if you go to quests, mm-hmm. there there's a toggle where you can toggle between just primary quests and all quests. Maybe I should look at that. Yeah, so when I started Chapter 2, I spent the first two or three hours just doing random crap, whatever popped up on my screen. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, 
maybe I should focus here a little bit. You know, if we're talking already a, a 40 to 50 hour game. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm getting lost and doing random things and heading off into the swamp to find one random flower. Like, I don't want to push this to a 70 to 100 hour game. So my plan going forward is to sort of take that same approach. Take the first couple hours of a section because there aren't that many chapters given how long the game is. Yeah. So my plan is to go into each chapter and spend a couple hours just kind of wandering around, getting the feel for whatever that section is like. I don't know if each chapter is a new area or, or how it's structured exactly yet. Uh, but I'd like to start each chapter with a couple of hours of sort of meandering adventuring. Yeah, just learning the, the area and stuff. Yeah, and then focus on, you know, at some point pull the trigger and say, all right, now I'm going to try and speed through to the end of the chapter and just do story quests to really get more of the story in a shorter time so that it makes more sense. Right. Because in, in chapter one, I got to be honest with you, between the fact that there was a whole lot of side quest feel, I also spent probably a good hour and a half wasted just trekking around that map. Like, oh, I need to go here. Now I need to go back. Oh, I didn't go at the right time of day. Now I need to go back and go back to where I just was again and meditate for six hours. So I, I sort of spent a lot of time in this game so far just backtracking and going to meet somebody and they're not there yet. And I'm just like, what is going on? So I'm hoping that I'm not, you know, that I'm not pushing this game to be a 70 to 100 hour game. Right. That's That's the thing is that I only traveled at night because it seems like I could always do stuff at night. There was never a time where I was like required to be somewhere during the day. So oh. I was like, okay. There is in chapter two. Okay. Well, there, yeah. there you go. Which you know, I almost think is kind of cool. Like these, you know, I, it's clearly set up because these people are supposed to have lives. You know, they may be at their job during the day, but they're in their house at night. So if you go looking for somebody, you have to make sure it's the right time of the day. They may spend their evenings at the pub, which is cool. I mean, I, it makes more sense than somebody just being in their house 24 hours a day. Yeah. But, you know, so far it's been a little bit of a pain for me to try to find people. Now that guy, you said that it returns in Chapter 2, the one that wanted us to go get his buddy's remains. Is that that alchemist guy? Uh, there's a couple of guys. They pretty much all still show up. I'm, you know, and this is sort of what we'll get into more next week and once we have the, the rest of the story for chapter two. But I, I am liking so far how there's, there are a lot of threads that go through. So there's Kalk, Kalkstein. He's the alchemist, I think. Yeah. And then there's Louvarden, which I think he's just like a, a trader merchant kind of traveling through. Seems to be fairly knowledgeable. Right. Um, but yeah, he's in one and two. Kalkstein's in one and two. Okay. Well, it's good. It's not just like uh, throwaway characters that you just you take a quest for. Yeah, and it sort of is structurally something that I, you know, it's a random reference, not at all related to this game, but uh, Dead Space One. Okay. You know, each chapter was its own section, and I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of, you know, you could have had any number of sections in that game. You know, it, 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 how, how much time and budget do we have? You know, we'll put 20 sections in the game. No, we'll cut it back to seven. 
and they were they were a lot more self-contained. Yeah. And I you know I, I like this approach much better where things from chapter one flow into chapter two and chapter two is absolutely necessary and it has to come after chapter one because you haven't met these people yet whereas in, in, in dead space and some other games each section tends to be a bit more self-contained and then you move to the next one and then yeah. you do everything there and then move to the next one right so you know and i, I don't know i don't know how this game's going to play out story-wise but so far it seems like there's a good amount of thought and planning going into the story or at least the way it progresses right or I should mention we we got put in prison, but as we were being put in prison, there was somebody leaving prison. It was the uh, the professor. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, we meet again." He's like, "I'll kill you. Why are you letting this asshole go? He's a murderer." They're like, "Oh, he's got he's got his hands in many pockets." So, and that's the yeah, that that'll be a nice little cliffhanger, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's the first part of the Witcher. It's, you know, we've, we've talked about how we feel about it and it, it, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I've, I've been told by Ken that it's interesting that I'm playing the Witcher that we're playing the Witcher is because he says it feels like the Witcher one is like the mass effect one. Yeah. That's, that's the uh, similar comparison that I've heard. Yeah. And he says, when you played the Witcher two, your entire act, like everything is improved, everything is much larger and bigger in in scale, both in story and in gameplay. So, playing this, I'm enjoying it, but it gets me so much more excited to play The Witcher Two. Yeah, if I can handle this, and The Witcher Two is that much better. That's a game to really get excited for. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to play The Witcher Two now. Um, okay. Unfortunately, I am not going to be there day one when The Witcher Three comes out playing it because I am not going to play that until I play The Witcher Two. I've already made up my mind about that. Yeah, me too. And I have I I, I mean we can probably go ahead and say we'll probably be covering The Witcher Two in a later series. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when. Because I, I do want to do Metal Gear Solid 3 after this. Yep. So we we may go directly into The Witcher 2. I don't know. After that. So. But we gotta we gotta we gotta plow through some stuff. Uh but um However we do it, we're not gonna be done with two in time for three. Oh absolutely not. No, The Witcher 3 comes out in two weeks. We won't even be done with this game yet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but yeah, that's um, that's it for The Witcher, um, first part at least. Uh, I know it's been a while, but I do appreciate everybody listening. Um, I know a lot of people's been waiting on this episode, uh, especially whenever we announced, "Hey, we're playing The Witcher," and people was like, "Ooh, The Witcher," and then we didn't release an episode for three weeks. <laughs> but yeah, we are back, and I plan on recording another episode uh, covering Chapter Two next week. Are we just covering Chapter 2? I would think so. I don't know how long it is. I mean, we can kind of gauge it if you want to. I, I, I'm going to have to sit down and play through it. I mean, I'm, I'm an hour into Chapter 2. So how, how many hours are you into Chapter 2 right now? I would say about five. Five hours. Okay. 
I mean, I could probably drop that in in two days, but. Well, keep in mind, my five and a half is probably more like your two and a half. That's that's true. So, like I said, I did spend the first three hours or so just helping out hookers and doing random stuff. Okay. So yeah, the, we'll uh we'll, we'll play it by ear for now. Um, if we can, I mean, if if I can make it to chapter three, fuck it. I mean, I mean, if we if you want to talk through chapter three, we can, we can try. Um, that's totally up to you. But like I said, we'll we, we'll play it by ear. We got a full week to do that, and then probably half of next week to to play through however much we can. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be it for us as far as this episode goes. Um, if you'd like to follow us all on Twitter, I'm at DML Fury and Matt is at REMGS. You can follow the podcast itself at ZTGD Phoenix Down. And, uh, shoot us an iTunes review. I haven't asked for those in a while and we haven't got one in a while. So I, I want to ask for that. And, uh, it, I would greatly appreciate it if you would. Uh, and you can also send me an email and we'll read it on the show. It's, uh, drew at ztgd.com. Um, you can talk to us about the Witcher or any other game you want to, uh, suggest games to us. Uh, we may not get to them in any time soon, unfortunately, because we were pretty much set for through September. Um, but yeah, we will definitely take those suggestions. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it for us. Uh, like I said, I appreciate everybody listening. I hope you guys have a great week. And until next week, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. hope you guys have a great one. And uh, we will be back next week with the continuation of The Witcher.